New USDA Zone Maps and Arkansas Grown Conference, coming up next on the podcast. Welcome to the Arkansas Organic Chronicles podcast, where we discuss anything, everything, and all things related to certified organic food right here in Arkansas. I'm Joe Hannon, production instructor at Calf Farm School. Happy New Year, everyone. Today, I want to address some news highlights from the past month or so. No guests today, just me rolling through a couple of items. So I want to touch base on the USDA's zone maps and how those impact us organic producers. And I want to talk just a little bit about the Arkansas Grown Conference. So let's start with the new USDA zone maps and how that impacts organic producers. The short answer is it really doesn't change anything. But the changes to the USDA zone maps do tell us a lot. So let me explain. The USDA zone maps are not growing season calendars. You should get that right from the get-go. The dates of the last freeze in the spring and the first freeze in the fall remain unchanged. Our growing season is still roughly mid-April through mid-October for a lot of Arkansas, maybe a little bit wider for southern parts of the state. So for annual crops, nothing really changes here. Our growing season hasn't changed. We're still using the same season extension techniques in, in the spring and the fall, and we still have light limited, and we are still light limited November through January. What is changing, though, is the fact that we have more growing days in the spring prior to our last freeze in the spring. And after we have our first freeze in the fall, we still have a lot of days where plants could be actively growing if they're not damaged from a from a freeze event. So what this means is in the springtime, plants are getting up and going and coming out of dormancy if they're a perennial type plant and say that we might be in bloom prior to our last freeze. Well, if we get a freeze, then the blooms or those blooms are damaged. And as that climate continues to change, we're seeing plants coming out of dormancy earlier and thus increasing likelihood that we lose those spring spring blooms. If we look at things from the fall standpoint, we might have a freeze that ends our production season but that doesn't mean our perennial crops have actually gone into dormancy. If we continue to have warm temperatures going into uh, early November or going into mid to late November, even December, plants may not be going into their dormant stage. And thus, if we get a sudden cold snap, those plants are not in their most cold-hardy condition, and thus they can have damage to that fruiting wood, which would reduce our crop the next year. So what do the USDA zone maps tell us? Well, they tell us what the average annual extreme minimum temperature is going to be or what the minimum temperature on an average year should be. So in Arkansas, we are zone 7A to 8B. So we can expect winter low temperatures of that 0 to 5 degrees Fahrenheit in the northern part of the state and 15 to 20 degrees for a cold standpoint in the southern part of the state. Now, I normally don't disagree with USDA on things. There's a lot of smart people there, a lot of amazing people there. But in the case of fruit crops, in the case of perennial crops, you kind of have to take these zone hardiness maps kind of with a grain of salt. So we still see extreme weather conditions that can cause us to drop down minus 5, minus 10, minus 15 or below during those wintertime periods. So I've been here just... This is my fourth winter now here in Northwest Arkansas, and already 
in two of the four winters that I've been here, and keep in mind this is just December, right? January now when I'm recording this, I've already had winters that have reached minus 15 at my house two different winters. And so we can get much colder than what the USDA zone hardiness maps are showing us. So um, again, kind of take that with a little bit of a grain of salt. You're not going to suddenly start growing tropical crops here in Arkansas. It's worth noting here that, you know, just one night of those cold temperatures at 10, 15 degrees below can cause significant injury to sensitive crops like strawberries, blackberries, peaches, and grapes. It only takes a few hours on those really cold temperatures to cause injury. So one thing that the USDA zone hardiness maps do tell us is that climate is continuing to change. We're seeing increasing patterns of weather volatility. So this means hotter hots, colder colds, more severe weather, bigger rain events throughout the course of the growing season. So looking at this a little bit further on patterns that we're kind of seeing across the country, this means areas that are dry are continuing to stay dry or some areas that are moderately drier are starting to get drier. On the other hand though, we're seeing areas that are wet stay wet or get wetter. So Arkansas is one of these areas where we are fairly wet and we are starting to see where we are getting wetter. So really what that means is we're starting to see rain events that are larger volume rain events. We're not seeing one and two inch rain events. We're seeing four, five, six, nine inch rain events over over a, a day or a couple of, of days. So this causes or makes it a real challenge when trying to grow fruits or vegetables here organically. If we look at one of the main issues with organic vegetable production, it's disease management. The other major issue being weed management. And both of those issues are exasperated under wet conditions. So seeing the USDA zone maps continuing to change and move us towards warmer and warmer conditions, and this is the second or third time that these climate zone maps have changed just in my career over the years, it's suggesting that we're going to continue to see more volatility because that's directly related to our climate change. So if we couple that with hotter hots and more rain periods, this does start to put a little bit of stress on one of our main tools for disease management, that being high tunnels. So high tunnels are there to keep water off the plants, keep them dry during rain events. But now that we're starting to see hotter hot days or longer periods of hot days, it becomes a little bit of, counter, it becomes counterintuitive. So that underneath those high tunnels, it can get too hot for our plants now. And so while we're trying to put the plants under there or under a high tunnel in order to keep them dry and manage disease, we now put them into a climate that might be too hot for them to be productive and we lose either the ability to set fruit or we lose the ability to develop and mature a high quality fruit due to high temperatures. So no real answers here. I just kind of want to address a little bit about what that USDA zone map changes mean. So again, in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't change anything here if we're growing annual plants or perennial crop plants. What we what this tells us, though, is that we're continuing to see climate change and we're, that 
coming with that climate change is more extreme weather patterns, which will cause us issues with rainfall or extreme low temperatures or extreme high temperatures causing issues. Let's move on and talk about the Arkansas Grown Conference. So the Arkansas Grown Conference is in Hot Springs this year, January 25th through the 27th, but there is a pre-conference tour at Fat Rabbit Farms with owners Kyle and Becca Manning. Fat Rabbit Farms is a small market garden farm, and I think you should have a pretty good time if you go down and take a look at their farm. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to get there and check it out as well. This year will be my first time attending the Arkansas Grown Conference, and it looks like a great lineup of content. Looking through what's listed, I see tracks for grapes, vegetables, blueberries, farm business management, agritourism, strawberries, food safety, organic farming, flowers, pecans, tree fruit. There are three days with tons and tons of content that is very useful for farmers. I think this really should be useful for whether you are a small farmer, big farmer, organic farmer, conventional farmer. I think everybody should find something usable and suitable for them. You can find all the details on the Arkansas Grown website, and I'll post a link below in the comments. Soapboxing here for just a minute. If you grow some of these crops, I think you really should be attending. So just looking at the content, it looks to be an amazing couple of days with guest speakers from all over Arkansas and from around the country. But it also provides an opportunity for you to get to know other farmers that are doing the same thing here in Arkansas and to get to know the people that are doing research and extension activities in Arkansas. You never know when you're going to need some help, and so making connections with other farmers, making connections with extension and research is a great way to kind of work through and deal with some problems that kind of pop up. I do want to put just a little plug in here for those that are listening. On Saturday is the organic farming track. Riley, Heather, and myself have several guests coming in from around the state and one out-of-state speaker. A couple activities planned. Really hope you'll show up and join us on Saturday for that track. On Friday night, we will also have an open house social. So more details come on that as well, but should be a pretty good time at the Arkansas Grown Conference. Definitely take some time out of your January to get down and scope out the conference and catch up on something new or maybe explore a crop that you aren't growing that maybe you wanted to try out. Well, I think that's everything that I wanted to talk about on my list today. Kind of a short episode here as I'm getting back from holiday travels and getting situated at the start of the new year here. So just kind of a recapture a couple of things. So the USDA zone maps, those changes really don't impact us a whole lot from an organics farming standpoint. And I really do hope to see you at the Arkansas Grown Conference January 25th through the 27th. Hope everyone had a great holiday season. You're getting off to a great start for 2024. As always, I'm looking for your suggestions and guest host. Email me your suggestions at jhannon at uark.edu. This podcast was supported in part by the USDA Ag Marketing Service Transition to Organic Partnership Program and the University of Arkansas Division of Agriculture. Thanks for listening, everyone.